Movies, five minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time. That's no jive. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Let's settle up now, kids, because here we go. Bum-ba-da-bum-ba-da-bum-ba-da-bum-bananza. Bum-ba-da-bum-ba-da-bum-ba-da-bum. This song has no words. bum 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 I don't know. Is that how Bonanza goes? Yes. Okay. I thought you were going to start singing Rawhide. I know. It kind of turns into... Move them up. Rawhide. Rawhide. One of the two country songs, Blues Brothers, now. Welcome back. It's Thursday. On Silverado Minute, brought to you by Movies by Minutes, brought to you by the Minute Impossible Boys, brought to you by Biscuits. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. And leather, leather goods. Leather yeah. biscuits. Hey, you ever need a good pair of boots? Go to Boot Town. I think it's still in Dallas. That's all I remember, those ads from Boot Town. Oh, yeah, yeah, Boot Town. We were in college. Uh, there's, a, there's a place in Dallas called Boot Town. I'm not kidding. I think I bought a pair of boots there. They're good boots. I'm sure they're still there. They're good boots. But the problem was I couldn't understand them on the radio, so I thought it was Boob Town. Boob Town. <laughs> Which is a different kind of ad, but I was like, this is in the middle of the drive time. This is weird that Boob Town is, you know, because like Boob Town for the prices, Boob Town for the quality. So it was Boot Town. I remember jingles, okay? It's not my fault. <laughs> but uh, welcome back. We're in minute 24. Minute 24 begins with Langston telling us that he knows the man you're looking for. And ends with our hero of the minute, Kevin Costner, kind of telling his story about Tim, uh, his older brother, about what how what landed him in jail. Mm-hmm. Welcome, Kevin Costner, to the movie. Welcome, Kevin Costner. Welcome, Yellowstone's Kevin Costner. In in between today and yesterday, we didn't look up uh, Yellowstone. We would like to keep it. We like to keep mysterious. it fresh. F- yeah, fresh, mysterious on this show. We don't want to know like what that show's about. <laughs> No, no, no. So I guess if you like the Yellowstone, you're a Yellowstoner, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner in this movie is a revelation. He I love is. him. This, this was his, his makeup role for from John Kazan. Yeah. Yeah, he was supposed to be in the, the big chill. He actually is in the big chill, as they I'm sure they've talked about before. Uh, his head is at least at the top of his head is. And his wrists. Uh, he was supposed to play uh, Alex, the the young man who kills himself, brings everybody together. Hmm. But all his part was cut. Well, because they didn't want to show the guy that brings them all together, right? Yeah, they were flashbacks and stuff, and they ended up cutting it all out. Well, so this as, is as a, as, a, as a thank you and and let's make it up to you. They uh, Lawrence Kasdan wrote this role for him. A much better part. Yes. And here's what I'm here's what I'm wondering on this part though, um, is this one is this one of those ones where it's on the page written this way, or is Kevin Costner making decisions? I want to say it's both. I love whatever it is. It is the most energetic I've ever seen him. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you if you wondered if ADD existed in the Wild West, it did, and yes, Kevin Costner's yeah. character had it. Yep. This. This guy cannot look people in the eyes for five seconds. He cannot keep himself from climbing on the bars of the jail. It is great. It's such a fun. He's like, you know, the first thing he's like, why are you in? He's like, I don't know. I just want to get out of here. Like, we should just get out of here. This town's weird. 
he's not even focused on the le- like because we already know that Langston has brought up a hanging. So this is the guy that's going to get hung. <coughs> yeah, he is. He's like Asperger's incarnate in this movie. It's great, and he's super amazing. Um, I think that Kevin Costner should get all the movies that he gets after this movie because of this movie, which he did. And he did get all those movies because of this movie. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I say, I said this is my favorite. I don't mean he was dogging it in the other movies. I love uh, Field of Dreams. I love uh, uh, other things that he did. Untouchables. <laughs> Sure, the Untouchables, another great movie, but he's in that. You know, it, it started the Untouchables was where, <coughs> where he starts doing that stoic thing where he's real quiet all the time. Yeah, he got really kind of changed what he is. He kind of changed yeah. that he's you know this goofy guy. I think he was finding that he got leading man roles. Yeah. <coughs> all right. I'm gonna yeah, get rid of your coughs. Sorry, I apologize. Turn your mic off. Mute yourself. You have a cough button. All right. Yeah, he had like he had like like five three roll three big roles in, in eighty five. He had Fandango, which he was a lead in, mm-hmm. and American Flyers, which he was like a co lead in. So, plus this one, you know, I mean that's that's quite a bit of it. Which one was American Flyers? The one where he and his brother are the bike race bike racers. Oh man, they love bikes. They, Eight, they love playing that. They love playing that in the eighties too, man. It was on HBO all the time. That well, that along with Quicksilver. Yep. I don't know why I said it like that. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. Uh, if you've never seen uh, Quicks Quicksilver, you should. It's got uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon with a mustache, which is upsetting. Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't have a mustache. Basically, he has a mustache when he's evil, and has no mustache when he's not. Exactly. I think Lawrence Fishburne is in that too. Yeah, I, it might be one of Lawrence Fishburne's firsts. Yeah, uh, I have to check that out. Great movie. Uh, yeah. So uh, the reason why his character, which is named, what's his name in this movie? Kevin Costner's name. Kevin Costner. No, no, his name is Kevin Costner. I know that. Hey, no, Jake, no, Jake, Jake, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Jake and Emmett. So uh, Jake comes uh, is is cl- literally climbing the walls of the jail while he kind of explains to his brother. What happened? He says, I just kissed a girl, Emmett. Gosh, why am I here? He's got that childlike quality going for him. He does. He's obviously a ladies' man, but also we don't find out in this minute. We'll wait until the next minute to talk about what he actually did. But yeah, he has done something enough to he's done a hangings worth of work. Yeah. Um, this is the first time Peyton is meeting Jake, and Peyton just has this kind of bemused look on his face the whole time also yeah uh talking about hats Pay- as we all know Peyton's hat right now sucks yeah the, the gabby hayes of hats uh, for those of you that are young gabby hayes was the crotchety old man that always played like if you saw blazing saddles he's that the clearly the uh, you know frontier gibberish that kind of character he's always the cook like gabby's yeah. always like the the the, the sidekick sidekick uh, he's wearing a terrible hat. Looks like the galloping ghost. Remember that cartoon? Oh, yeah, yeah. Nugget Nose was his name. Nugget Nose. Okay. Do you remember Nugget Nose? The ga- the ghost who was like, anytime he get around gold, he'd go crazy. Oh, yes. I remember that now. He had the same hat. Anyway. 
Maybe that's what Yellowstone's about. It's a live action version of Nugget Nose, the cartoon, the Hanna-Barbera cartoon from the 70s. Uh, yeah, it it's terrible. I hate it. But but um, again, this is a great scene. Uh, I, I love that John Cleese has brought him here. We now have three of our our uh, cast back together again, and we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, this is, again, great writing. Introducing a character this interesting in jail and having him tell this story in one minute, I know exactly who Jake is. Exactly. I know that Jake is exuberant and brash and can hold his own in a fight. Uh, I like his, he's, he, I like that he's dressed. He's got his little, uh, he's got his little bandana on. Jake in this movie is quintessential cowboy. He's, mm. he's Hollywood cowboy from the 50s. He looks like he wears chaps. He wears the, the little bandana. His outfit, I mean, we don't get to see it. I mean, God, I wish we had those minutes. His outfit, the fringe, oh, uh, it's fantastic. He's I got the fancy two-gun setup, you know? He's got his two-gun rig. He, he wears his hat like Peyton does with the uh, with the, the hat, the brim kind of folded forward. But it, it looks goofy on him. But, but that's what, yeah. but that's when you're like, oh, that guy's dangerous because he can wear his hat like an idiot. Also, he has a very short brim on his hat, if I remember correctly. Later, yeah. he does like Payton's hat is easily a foot long. His uh, his brim. But uh, and also, no one on Twitter has gotten back to us yet about what the name of the uh, the hand crease is for your hat. So we'll have to wait on that. Minute, minute impossible. M I N Min impossible at Min impossible. Let us know. But yeah, this is a. Uh, I would say um, of introductions in this movie, second only to Mal, Mal, who we saw, who at least we got to be introduced partly to in our minutes. So the main characters are all now in the movie. Yep. Um, and, and, and I, I remember in the movie theater thinking, oh, is John Cleese the bad guy in this movie? And I was like, well, no, the, the other guy, the, the, you know, I was like, Brian Dennehy, that's got to be the bad guy, right? But I was like, is John Cleese working for Brian Dennehy? I, I remember having these thoughts. Yep, well, the same here. I did too, because they deal, they, I mean, it's such an ensemble film and you don't think about it because they really focus on the four main leads, but it's a big ensemble. I mean, it's a huge cast. A, an, uh, a Lawrence cast, then. Yeah. And they are able to show different towns as they go through them and then completely forget about those characters. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, the, he, and he the wagon tra- similar yeah. with his other films too. Something like uh, Grand Canyon, he does the same sort of thing in that work. Mm-hmm. You have characters come in and out of the, the, the movie and you're forget about it. I, go, oh, I forgot about that guy. I forgot yeah. about Steve Martin in that. You know, it's like, oh yeah. my God. The only thing I feel bad about is uh, they left a lot of Arquette's storyline on the. <clears throat> on yeah, the uh, on the yeah for this movie this this uh, when you later on you're like oh yeah i totally forgot about the woman on the you know like this is later on in the movie you're like oh i yeah. totally forgot about her character and Peyton and anything going on with that so yeah it, i um this is one of the i'm amazed that emmett ever found his brother yeah this is the 18 18- Let's go with 1880s. It's the 1880s. I can't imagine how it was to try and find somebody at this time. You got whether well, they get a telegram or a letter. Yeah, letting it go with little from little town to little town, you know? 
and just traveling, trying to find, Oh, he was here a, w- a week ago. You just missed him. Oh, all right. Where's the next town? It's 500 miles away. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Well, you know, they kind of hit all the, all the typical Western tropes in this movie. I mean, I just watched that, uh, that Corn Brothers Western, the, the Buster Scruggs, uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the that's a, that's an anthology movie. And so there's a lot of segments that are, none of them have to do with each other, but they have to do with a similar theme. And they all have, each one is like a different, a different Western trope, like the wagon train, like the gunfighter and, you know, the crook and all those things. And this movie has all of that in it and it's just one movie. <laughs> so it covers a lot of ground, you know. It does. And, and, I mean, we haven't even gotten to, so, you know, people like Jeff Goldblum or even Rosanna Arquette yet. We haven't gotten uh, to the town the movie's named after. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're not even, we're, I mean, we're still a good 15, 20 minutes away from being in Silverado. Yeah, they, we've still got to deal with all the, the, uh, the, the pilgrim, pilgrims. What a, yeah, the, the, pilgrim. the, the wagon train. Yeah, we still got to deal with the wagon train. And also Mal and his, and his father and Balan's father and the, the bad guys in the ravine. We yep. got, well, there's so much of this movie that is not in. I remember when this came out and you're like, oh, okay, I guess we're now, well, where do we get? Like, what is the, why is it called Silverado? <laughs> we just know they need to go to Silverado for something. Yeah. Um, but th- that's not our minutes. Again, that's someone else's problem, not ours. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite Kevin Costner uh, movie other than this? Like of, of the 80s, what would have been your, your most favorite? Uh, Untouchables. Yeah, that's that's probably mine too. And I, I, I could also say Dances with Wolves, but that was '90s. I was already in the '90s. I like Dances with Wolves. That's okay. You can like Dances. I, no, I I was never a super fan of it, but that's fine. Yeah, it's I mean, nineteen. It's nineteen ninety. Yeah, nineteen ninety exactly. Was shot in the eighties. Fine. Exactly. It was shot in eighty nine. Yeah. I mean, I, there's always that, that idea of oh, these are the things that he could have done. Like he was going to be Jack Ryan at one point, <clears throat> and then he was going to do. Uh, uh, Hunt, yeah, Hunt for October. He was supposed to be in, and there was another one that he was supposed to do. I would not have been happy with that. No, I mean I'm glad that they got Alec Baldwin for that one. I think he did f- just fine. I mean, other yeah. than I, I, th- I mean, I know his his late his late '90s stuff is kind of mid mid '90s to late '90s is kind of crap. Yeah. Um. Uh. From Wyatt Earp, I know like people like that, but I think after that, any of those movies. The War, Waterworld, Tin Cup, the, po- the Postman. Yeah, all that stuff was eh. well, not I, great. I think, I think to me the next his next great film after after uh, after uh, Prince of Thieves is probably Open Range. That's a really good film. I mean, do you like him in? Uh, do you like him in JFK? Oh yeah, JFK is good. Uh, the Bodyguard. No, I didn't like the Bodyguard. Huh. That's okay. a Lawrence Kasdan script. But, I, but the problem I had with it was I'm like I just I didn't buy it, and I I've, I've told this to people time and again. I gotta watch it again because it's been a while, been about a good thirty years since I've seen it. Oh God, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen that in thirty plus years. Yeah, but I'm like you know I know it was written for for Steve McQueen. Don't play it like Steve McQueen. Be Kevin Costner, and I get it that Lawrence Kasdan wrote it for Steve McQueen. And it was supposed to be, and I get that, but at the same time, I'm like no, no, no. <laughs> but I gotta watch it again. It's been a long time since I was I was I was a younger guy and. I was I didn't buy that stuff then. You know, I was like, mm. no, I don't this isn't this isn't you, Kevin Costner. Yes, yeah, back when we used to pigeonhole our actors, back when uh back when you couldn't, you know, you could never go back to TV. 
No, God, no. Like TNT's Yellowstone. Is that TNT? I don't even know. It's uh, Paramount Network. Okay, sure. <laughs> I'm not even going to look it up. I'm not going to look it up. Yes, I don't I know. So many people do TV nowadays. It's, it's crazy. I think he's on that. And there's a prequel series now that Sam Elliott's on. Speaking of. Wait, there's a Yellowstone prequel series? Yes, there's a Yellowstone prequel series. Stop reading about it. I don't want to know any more about Yellowstone. No, I didn't even read about that. I just knew about that. Okay, fine. Wait, does Sam... Wait, is he playing him as an older man? How's that a no, prequel? It's like, the prequel series is like, like in 1883. Uh, I think, or 1886. It's, it's, that's the name of it. Okay. I don't... Okay, fine. Now you're gonna make me. Now I'm so I'm so interested that I don't know anything about it that I actually kind of want to watch. I'm like mm, the prequel right. series is about the family who who built up the land that they're on in okay. Yellowstone. Sure. See, you're telling me the plot though. Don't tell me the plot. I'm not telling you the plot. I'm just telling you what the prequel series. You're is. telling me they live on Yellowstone. It's not about gold. In 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 the prequel series, Sam Elliott plays a ranger oh. and is a bear. There is a bear in the cast. There's a bear in the cast. He's a ranger, and there's a bear in the cast who's played by the by the CGI ghost of Patrick Swayze. Okay, it's like a prequel to Roadhouse, also. So I mean, it works out pretty well. Okay, I I don't want to watch Yellowstone. Come on, man. We call eighteen eighty three. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. I think we have exhausted this minute. Anything else? Uh, any other hats? Uh, least favorite hat is definitely Payton's. Definitely Payton's. Definitely Payton's. Now, I'm sure they mentioned it in, in the other minutes before we got out of this minute. <coughs> that town of Silverado is still standing. Mm-hmm. It's still up there out in Arizona, New Mexico somewhere. And they used it in Wild Wild West. Is this, do you think this was shot in that town? I think all of it was shot in the same town. I think they redressed it. Okay. You know, because I mean, why why use it? Why build a whole city and not use it as much as you can? You know. Yeah, I mean, you could shoot. Also, you could it could be fake, and that the other side of it could be another town. You could have literally a buildings like two main streets, and then just one yeah, over. Because because most buildings look the same back then, you know. Yeah. Or uh, or these or these had set dresses where they could like put up stuff and be like, mm-hmm. you know, we're down at the end of one side of the street, and it looks yeah. fine, and we'll just set dress it like this, and then we'll just come in and just put a new facade on it. Exactly. Uh, uh, and, and you know this is one of those like very classical westerns, but it's also very modern at the same time, which I like. Yes, it's not, it's not very old school, but it's it is. It, it reminds me in a lot of ways, which is weird, but it reminds me a lot of like Quick and the Dead, mm-hmm. with uh, Sharon Stone's Sam Raimi directed film. Yeah, it has a. It's got a very kind of unique sensibility to its time period, even though it plays off the tropes of the original westerns. You know. Yeah. Now, if you want a really period accurate movie, go watch the Quick and the Dead. Yeah, <laughs> super period accurate on that movie. Super period accurate. I love that movie. I do too. I don't know if I love it more. I don't love it more than Silverado, but it's in the no. top. It's in the top five of cowboy movies. Yeah, I mean I westerns. Mean, it's always fun to see Sam Raimi playing a different lady. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we did it. We got through this minute. Let's go to the, let's. We can go to Friday. Uh, we're gonna have some fun on Friday. Fridays are always fun with us. Um, so we'll, we'll go to Friday and um, try and figure out like what's going on with Jake and, and the rest of the crew. So until tomorrow, I've been hanging from the rest rafters. Uh, I got man, I gotta stop saying things that don't rhyme. Uh, hanging from the rooftop, shooting people, bebop, Jonathan. 
some people call me the ADHD cowboy. <laughs> some people call me the gangster. Of, some ooh. people call me the Asperger's of love. <laughs> some people call me the gangster. Of, oh, look, squirrel. Who's <laughs> squirrel? Squirrel. All right, see you. See you tomorrow. <laughs>